0: I don't even know what camera to look at. What camera am I looking at? One, two, three. This camera one looks one, old. Camera two. Camera three. Anyway. That's my personal one? camera? We're back. <laughs> We're back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Least Favorite. I'm your girl, Natalie. Co-host, Tony, And today we are joined by Tani. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Tani. <laughs> Claps, everything. <Wow. laughs> so, just a little background. I met Tani being a thought pocket <laughs> in Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm talking about debauchery. Um, so, Tanny, he was at the time, well, you still do, you take photos and um, like party. Like, what is it, nightlife event, photography, whatever. Um, and then you hit me up and you wanted to be a guest on the pod because you have a lot of information to share with us about um, herbology astrology hormones <laughs> semen retention we about to get into a lot of shit we got, a lot. we got a lot it is a jam packed episode okay. but first thank you for joining us i'm excited I appreciate um you. I guess, oh, we always start with a topic from the bowl. So, it's always like a little icebreaker kind of conversation. So, you get to pick the topic. The
1: mystery bowl. (laughs) The mystery bowl. Wait, which color is it? Do you remember? You, the one. All right, but it's been weeks. Slipping on your purple. Purple? Yeah. All right, fine. Wait,
0: I don't know. How open are you? (laughs)
1: Um... (laughs) You're
0: <laughs> pretty open. I feel like you're pretty Barry? open. Just, you, pick, you. you pick whichever color you want.
2: which is the most risque one? I want the, the. I don't
1: remember the purple ones. I think, I think it was. I think the purple ones are actually like for that game we play. Right, the purple ones might the be a blue, little bit more spicy.
2: Yeah, just a little but, bit but more. But just
1: spicy, you know, and yeah, spicy. Um, okay, yeah, right. so do a you. purple one. Do yeah. you?
2: I'm the brave and the bold. There we go. I mean, like do you Whatever
1: Right
2: well, what it be, what? <laughs> I think one of the topics On here is gonna show I ain't got nothing to hide Facts Oh yeah <laughs> I know which one Alright so Have you ever cheated on someone Oh, oh That's so simple uh, It was
1: what? simple yeah
2: No Oh, I've womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why it was a simple question. Been, right. <laughs> However,
2: it's, it's simple to me, not so simple to the relationship as a whole, because I've been accused of cheating constantly, mm. but I've never actually cheated. So if I was in any, I've been in only two serious relationships, right? Both of them accused me of cheating. Right. I never did anything. But that was them just being extremely insecure about Mm -hmm. every single aspect. Right. So to me, I think cheating is if you have sex or kiss or touch another woman. Okay. One of them thought I was cheating just because I was flirtatious. Mm. And I'm like, bro, if my nature is one way, what you want me to do? So to Mm. me, technically, no. Mm. But to them... Clearly, all the mm. fucking time. Yeah. You I you. Up a can of worms. Yeah, you <laughs> I have
1: questions. Right? Where
0: you flirt? So you were being flirty in front of them. This was in person. Yeah, all the time, constantly. That's this is just who you are. You've always been this way. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Like, not, not only that, but to me, cheating that. is if I tell you I'm not going to do something, then I lie and do something. That's, that's cheating. cheating. Yeah. When you're but being if deceitful. I'm telling you, I'm like, bro, this is just me. It is what it is, and you choose not to accept it, yeah. but you use that as cheating against mm-hmm. me. I don't think that's my fault.
0: Have you ever been, or do you think you've ever been cheated on?
2: Oh, I know that shit, nigga. I got my heart ripped rip to fucking shreds. Uh-huh. But it always started with them thinking I was cheating. Ah. Yeah, but you see,
0: that's still not an excuse. It's <laughs> not. It's not. But I get it. But when but you deal with it.
2: insecure people, then kind of what you want to feel
0: better about themselves. I get it. Damn. That was simple. Well, good for you for not cheating. That shit ain't <laughs> <mean> easy. <laughs> It's
2: simple for you. Any other guy would have been like, um, I don't know. You know what it is? I think it's because of my upbringing. Um, My mom and my dad wasn't together because of domestic violence and because of cheating. So I grew up with that type of perspective, like that caused broken homes. Right. So if I'm going to go out and date someone or do something, then I'd rather break up and then do what I'm going to do rather than cause broken homes. But
1: Respect. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, not everyone thinks that way.
0: Oh, also, if you guys are wondering, if you're watching on YouTube and you're wondering why we're sitting on the floor, it's, it's because my fault.
1: no, no. But this, it's like, oh no, I just meant <laughs> know. <I didn't laughs> no, no but honestly, it, it is because because
0: I was like, yo, yeah. if Tani's coming on, and he wants to talk about spirituality. Right. Like we're I having feel like a Namaste like, episode. Yeah. And like I, I just felt like I had to give that vibe, give right. that energy, create the mood
2: for right. you. Okay, so that's what we're doing. We enjoy insane. the vibe. Ultimate Zed. Yes.
0: So, in speaking of spirituality, I did want to speak to you. I wanted to start there because when we were talking on the phone, you had told me that you were an atheist. Yes. So I want to know how does an atheist get into spirituality, crystals, all this? Like, um,
2: a hell of a lot of drugs. Oh,
0: so, <laughs> you, know? you know what? A lot of people say that though they have their religious breakthrough with drugs.
2: Yeah. Um. It. it so. So atheism is not really just one thing. Mm-hmm. That's what most people look at it. It's like different levels to it. So you can sit in a room full of atheists and not everybody has the same level of understanding. But the same, the general consensus, consensus and definition is we don't believe in a God or a higher power mm-hmm. or a creator, mm-hmm. right? So when I did psychedelics, um, which I started with LSD, what happened was is I'm coming from an aspect that all that exists is what is from your physical senses. Right. When I had LSD, I had an experience that I couldn't explain. It transcended logic. So I'm like, okay, I need answers. You see what I'm saying? So what happened was around that same time, I was introduced to chakras. And I was like, oh, it's intriguing. It's about energy. <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me dabble. And then that started the rabbit hole. Okay. But when I started LSD, I was... Kind of like fiend out. I was doing that shit like every fucking weekend. Really? Yeah, you weren't I was scared. I was.
1: Oh my god, I'm petrified.
2: I would be, yeah.
1: But um, it's interesting you say that because that's what like, especially in the '70s and in the past, mm-hmm. that's what people were originally seeking, like an awakening, like to to discover like a new dimension, like etc. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it us- originally was for. It wasn't just to be like, yes. <laughs> fuck out. like I'm fucking toasted, like you know. So. Can yes. you
0: tell me about, do you remember specifically, like, the trip that made you, like, be like, all right, this is a switch for hey, me? Hey, we got a like, good story coming I want, to Yeah, I want you to tell me kind of, like, what you were experiencing. What did you see? If you heard voices? Whatever. Like, paint the picture.
2: Okay, so if you're looking at, let's say, if you're looking at this card, which camera? camera hills, this yeah, one? Okay. that one. So if you're looking at this, this pattern right here, right, it's fixated. It's not moving. So you would think that anytime you see any pattern, if it's fixed, mm-hmm. it's not going to move. Right. So all of a sudden you do a, a substance and now shit's moving? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you explain that? Then it feels real. It looks real. Your experience registers all of that as real. Mm-hmm. So now you ask yourself the question, is what I'm seeing real because I'm high? Or what am I experiencing when I'm sober real? Mm. And it just breaks that reality for you. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of people are scared of it because a lot of people are scared of the truth because a lot of truth comes out. You start sitting with yourself. You start being aware of your emotions. You start feeling and sensing colors. Certain colors have an effect on you. Mm -hmm. Certain energies have an effect on you. Now it's like when it comes to psychedelics, it heightens your level of serotonin. It makes you more uh, susceptible to any type of influence. So now you're now navigating the world through feeling and sensory not just through words and sounds and what people say so when i walk into a room i can actually feel the room rather than just listening to what people say and Mm. you can't get lied to on that type of time Mm -hmm. and that's what psychedelics introduce you to now the trip itself was hilarious (laughs) hilarious everything was funny Everything was funny. And I was <laughs> at the worst level of depression at that point in time. And I spent the entire time laughing. And then I asked myself, like, if I can have all this amount of a good time mm-hmm. on a drug, why can't I have that sober? Right. Amen. So every day that I was sober, I was trying to reproduce that level mm-hmm. of, of ecstasy without the drug. Mm-hmm. And that completely Changed my motherfucking life Gotcha And she I picked. think
1: that's what where the struggle And where like the abuse of the drug comes Because people really do feel like That level of you know euphoria That level of happiness can't mm. come without it You know and that's always like I feel like the issue Like I feel like people really don't think That they can recreate that And you really can like
2: well, by psych- yourself
1: With a lot of concentration and a lot of work But you can
2: Psychedelics is a little different It's not you don't get addicted to the ecstasy you get the you get the addiction to the new reality that it offers you Mm -hmm. so you become an escapist Mm -hmm. because i was really i wouldn't say hooked on it i was relying on it i hated this world i hated my reality so much that i took psychedelics constantly to escape Escape, right so that's more of it not the good feeling because like i said i reproduced it so life was just amazing sober if it's going to be if you're going to have a trip and you have an amazing trip, it's because life is amazing. <laughs> if you have an unpleasant trip, it's because life, life is, is shit. Well, yeah. Like right. But that's the thing. Pleasant. For some people,
0: life is shit. So, like, they don't know sober what to do sober in order to recreate that feeling. So, I think that's where the dependence comes. Right? That's what you were? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm scared of of. SD. Why? I don't know. I'm, like, weird about drugs, though, because I be paranoid. Do you drink? <laughs> Do I drink? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you do a substance that fries your neurons, but you wouldn't do one that actually heals it. Here we go. (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know. When when you break down the logic of people's drug of choice, you can really tell a lot about people. I would rather someone say, I'm not really open to it because of the fact I don't do no drugs, than for people to do drugs drugs. that actually deteriorates their body, Mm -hmm. but then shy away from the one that repairs it. Because then Mm -hmm. it's like, where your psyche at? Nikki? Mm-hmm. Where's your priorities at? Nikki? <laughs> 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 However, she's I like they're not
1: understand. lined
2: up right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> it's not. It's not in the cards. It's not in the cards it's for not me, cards. me <laughs> at all.
0: Um, but did you have a question about spirituality or no? No,
2: no. Okay. Oh, I would like to say one thing yeah. about the definition, the mm-hmm. etymology of it, because a lot of people fuck it up. Um, mm-hmm. everything you do is spiritual. So spirituality, like the suffix ality, is just a practice. Mm-hmm. Spirit. The Latin root word is um, spear, like expire, inspire, um, uh, respiration. All of that is breathing. So mm-hmm. the definition of spirituality is practicing breathing. And as long as you're breathing and you're alive, you're practicing. The difference between me with all of this expertise and the mm-hmm. average person is I have experience in doing it intentionally. Right. So when you're not doing it intentionally, you're actually serving someone else. When you take the power in your own hands and you do it intentionally, mm-hmm. you serve yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between the two, but everything is spiritual absolutely mm-hmm.
1: I agree. I feel like sometimes I could be like in a meditative like state, but I could be cleaning
2: absolutely mm-hmm.
1: like it depends like what you're doing and again, when you set intention
2: yeah even listening to music whatever mm-hmm. whatever gets you into that Mode. inner space, which is actually called esoteric mm-hmm. whatever brings you into that inner space where you just In a state of bliss, that's meditative. You don't have to sit there with your legs crossed. Yeah, exactly. That's a certain practice, though. That Mm -hmm. helps you clear your mind. Mm -hmm. That's a tool, but that's not the only meditative space.
0: Since you're talking about meditation, I had a question.
2: Demon, demon, I like that. I know a lamesh.
0: Demon, demon. Okay, because I've heard two different things when it comes to meditation. Some people believe that when you meditate, you have to clear your mind. You can't think of anything. Completely empty it. The minute a thought comes, like, push it out, focus on your breathing. And then other people say, no, acknowledge all the thoughts. Just let them come and let them go. And whatever comes, just acknowledge it. But don't, like, have an emotional reaction to it. So what's the right way? Yes. So everything? (laughs) Yes. Okay. It's what you're
2: going in there for. If you're going in there and you're realizing you're overthinking and you're noticing that you're in a thought loop, Mm -hmm. and break that loop by pushing it away okay but you must become aware of it first you don't want to be caught in a thought loop doing regular things in your day however at the same time sometimes you just need to allow your brain to just breathe to just create to just do whatever it needs to do you're allowing that space for your brain so it's a little bit of both but those are just two different techniques that's called for certain situations got it so it's not either or it's both. Perfect. Just whatever you need at that time. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well said.
0: I want to get into astrology now. Here we go. Because <sighs> you blew our minds before the episode. Right. Um, still we need to do that. So Kenny has, if you are watching, has a big ass fucking iPad on him and he had us put our birth times. So I guess you could do Anthony's cuz you haven't done his. Dun-dun-dun. Um so basically I want you to explain how our signs are wrong or like the signs that we identify as are pretty right, in much meantime, wrong. You want to put yours and then um oh, explain and, and, like and well when you get the graph then you can explain the graph and stuff like that. And
1: just and um just going off of what how he did us, whatever how you want to say it. Read us.
2: <laughs> read us, yeah. Um,
1: think of a question, cause that would be helpful. Think of something you want to know, ah, something yes. you're interested in, and something you're focused
2: on. This is what <laughs> This is waiting for. She, she's like, Yeah, cook him next. Get cook him, him next. <laughs> no, no, I love Anthony. Short name, like, name? So put your first name as your short name and then put your full name as your full name.
0: Anthony yeah. middle name too? Do you have to put middle oh, no, name? No, okay. No, no. Okay, so yeah, explain um yeah, yeah. Explain, and then think of a question. All right, exactly. explain how how is everything wrong? What's the the right way to be reading these or looking at them?
2: Okay, so astrology is a science. Um, to break it down a little bit easier, you have astronomy, which is observing the stars, mm-hmm. and astrology is the personification of how it has an effect on us, right? And one thing a lot of people say is pseudoscience, but how is it pseudoscience if depending on where the sun is in the seasons you have like cherry blossoms you have all the seasonal changes so we're not affected by that so that's what the ancients have realized that astrology has a power over us the issue is is two issues when people use astrology when someone says like um what's your sign again i'm a cancer okay so when someone says a cancer Mm -hmm. the first thing they say is Oh, yeah, because, you know, you think like a cancer, you act like a cancer. You're emotional, you're sensitive, yeah. That's using it improperly because when you use your birth date, you're actually just finding where the sun is at that point in time. So what it's called is your sun sign, but that's not your whole entire chart. Your sun sign just represents your perspective of how you view life. You view life through a scope of a cancer, Mm -hmm. right? That's it. So once people start saying, you think like a cancer, Mm -hmm. no, that's Mercury, if it's in cancer. It's not always in cancer. You act like a cancer, that's Mars. You relate like a cancer, that's Venus. People are literally just picking on something and then just running with it Mm -hmm. without actually doing the science and the study itself. This is a very intricate intricate science that I've been practicing for about four years now. So it's not like I just picked it up and just kind of did it. I've been doing this religiously, like constantly nonstop. Yeah. The second thing is the dates are wrong. So depending on who you talk to, I'm not referring to the 13 zodiac because that's completely BS. I'm talking about the fact that um, I think they say the Aries sign starts in March 22nd or 23rd. Between the 21st and the 23rd is the beginning of Aries. The beginning of Aries is actually April 14th. Mm. So because of the procession of the equinox, all the signs have shift. And Western astrology, which is what we call whitewashing, did it make the change. Because if you study the signs, they don't want you to know the truth. So you're not actually able to use it properly.
0: Ah, makes So sense. that's why
2: when I was reading it from there, mm-hmm. imagine if I was reading it based off of the signs y'all knew. I wouldn't have been accurate. I would have been telling you misinformation. But if Or you just would have been telling us the
0: same thing we read when we go online and we Google things based yeah. on
2: our dates. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it wouldn't have been accurate. It wouldn't have been accurate, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's really the biggest misconception with it. Um, I always tell people that if you are going to say anything about astrology, at least know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Most people don't. They don't <laughs> know what the hell they talk about. I don't say nothing. I'm like, I, I feel you. <laughs> Word. Word. So in my chart, before the signs move, I was considered a Sagittarius. So depending on who's asking me, I'll be like Sagittarius because the first thing I ask is, oh, when's your birthday? And if I tell them December 9th, but I tell them I'm a Scorpio, which is what it really it's is. It's an argument. Word. It's like, like what are you nah, talking are about? Are a Sagittarius? And then they start judging me like I'm a Sagittarius. And I'm like, bro, you're doing this all fucking wrong. <laughs> I feel like the, con- the, I, the, the key word of this whole episode is um, cognitive, cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. where you tell someone the truth, but if it challenges their belief system, they're gonna continue to believe the lie because it's comfortable, mm-hmm. and that's literally what that is. Yeah. So I love astrology. Helped me through so
0: much. Um, can you read Anthony's? Ah yes. Read his thing. <laughs> you, like, you really try? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh, but read that. Okay. Relax. I'm kidding. <laughs> right right me I'm kidding. I'm ready. jump roll. So, we just gonna... so y'all
2: can actually see what I'm reading. Yes. yes. I should screenshot this so you if you yeah, yeah we can put well, it chat, it's, right? it's actually clear. Clear, Pretty clear You can still oh, screenshot. Nice. Uh, yeah. Love so it. So that's what I'm looking at. A whole bunch of lines and a whole bunch of symbols. So when I do my... um Oh, no, this is Tony. When I do my readings, I'm not looking at words. I'm not looking at stuff that you would, like, Google. This is stuff that I actually had to study what each symbol is, and then I give my own interpretation based off of the information that it's showing me. So... Anthony green. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dun dun dun.
1: we applying pressure, but he's dead ass chilling back there. Yeah, he don't care. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm curious now. I'm curious. Okay, so just What's to give question? you a couple of key points and then you can hit me with the question. Um, one second. Sorry. So your sun sign is in cancer. Mm, that's what I'm saying. All right. Your, Vir- your Virgo is rising. Your rising is Virgo. Your descendant is uh, Pisces, which will explain why you attract people who need a certain level of guidance. Mm. Um, but they're actually coming to you for perfectionalism, not really necessarily guidance and grounding, right? Which would also explain why you would probably get the idea, will give off the idea to people that you're perfect and unflawed. That is so you. Don't
0: that
2: don't is so you. that? You. that I'm perfect? Yes. Yes.
1: I'm glad that Tony's here to co-sign because (laughs) if it was me... But we love you the way you are. Do we, though?
2: It's just your relationship with it. If you're walking around like you're perfect and you have no flaws and it's to the point where you make other people feel bad about themselves and fuck up their realities, that's when it's a problem.
3: I don't do that. I'm comfortable with my flaws enough that they don't bother me. and I don't like allow my flaws and my insecurities i don't Mm. put that on other people i don't project Mm it on other people i'm comfortable i know my insecurities and my flaws but i'm i accept them and it doesn't let me affect my relationships with
2: other people so with the descendant being in pisces what that means is that your external ego is one that has a piscean nature so you're going to attract a lot of people that look for wisdom that looking for downloads, that's looking for guidance. So when Pisces season hits, everybody's getting their downloads at that point in time, Mm -hmm. depending on where it is in your chart, is what area of your life is going to happen. For you, it happens in your overall being. So you're always going to attract a lot of people who are looking for wisdom, and they're looking to get that mirror effect of, where am I flawed, where can I perfect myself, and where I can be better. And they use you as that... That um, iconic figure as a point like of reference. You see what I'm saying? And the fact that you don't really do it in a way where you're willing to put other people down is actually a good relationship with it. Mm-hmm. right? So I that's... Agree. Look. I trap agree. Jesus. <laughs> trap Jesus, baby. Trap Jesus.
0: Will you have a question for him?
2: I, I
3: didn't. Did I need to have
0: one? Yes, we t- that was the homework. You see why I, I kept know, repeating myself? I, I know you
3: said that, but I didn't know if I needed to because he gave me he just No,
2: you need to ask <laughs> that. So it was a good read, well, though. I, I wanted it.
1: more. What's been on your <laughs> mind, brother? Well Anything? the only thing
3: is kind, well, not similar to what she had, but it's like I have a five year plan with I want to be able to step down from being part time full time at my main job. I told you this before mm. to be more part time and do more content creation. That's my soul.
1: How do you get there?
3: Yeah, how will I achieve? Will I be able oh, to... Or is that a good for that, the tarot?
1: I don't,
2: that would be a question. Yeah, so let's do it for the tarot. There you go. That, you will will I accomplished this segment. goal? Next <laughs> segment.
0: Next segment. So yes, actually, that's a perfect transition because then we can talk about the tarot cards, your relationship with them, I guess.
2: One thing I could say before we um, move on for this, whatever mm-hmm. career you would be in, mm-hmm. it would be a career best suitable where you're able to relate to people. Hmm. So anything that puts you in a space where you're constantly relating to people is where you're gonna thrive the most because that's where Gemini yeah. is. That's it may we're... be overwhelming and overbearing.
3: Oh, no, because my job, I'm dealing with one on one with patients all day long.
0: But even with photography too. Yeah.
3: But I'm I'm really when I always tell people the thing I'm best at in my job is like being able to relate to my like my patients that I see and like talk to them like. And just get, like, just go down. People love Anthony. It's fucking retarded. I don't be understanding because I hate people. He's (laughs) not
0: even like, he's not even like a warm. That's right. (laughs) Like, you (laughs) know how people are bubbly? And they're like, oh, like you're bubbly, bubbly. right? Like, I can see how people would gravitate towards you. Anthony is so not that. And for some reason, people are just like, oh my God, I love Anthony. He's so great that I'm like, he's a dick. He didn't even smile at
2: you. Time out. I'm bubbly because I like y'all.
0: Oh, so you're not a bubbly person?
2: No. <laughs> if I don't really know you, like even mm. if like, let's say if y'all were to introduce me to someone, I wouldn't even hug them. Like I'll give them a handshake. Oh, I'm very okay. guarded because my, my rising sign is in cancer. So that means mm. every time I touch someone, Empath. every time I give my energy, it's, it's taxing on me. Just like with him. That's probably why he has a little bit of that issue with being overwhelmed by relating to mm-hmm. people. So for me, I'm bubbly with people that I feel safe oh, yeah. with. When I'm not, I'm really, like, off guard and really stern gotcha. and standoffish. Makes sense. Low-key, antisocial. I can't see it, but I believe <laughs> you. I believe you, but I can see it. When you see me around someone when I'm not comfortable, put me in a room where I'm like, nah, this ain't it, and you're going to see me lock up like a hermit shell. Really? <laughs> yes. So just
3: watch him when he's taking pictures, even in Shanghai sometimes. He'll
2: welcome someone, like, but then he would be like, all right, well, I, know, like, you can see, like, you I ain't trying to talk. I ain't trying to do none of that. Not yeah. Right. Mm. Um.
1: All right, Tyro. Next segment. I'm having a whole sesh right yes. now. A whole sesh. I love
0: it. This,
2: this is I'm my, in the vibe. I'm in is the energy. My favorite tool. I'm not gonna hold you. This is my favorite tool.
0: For what exactly? Tell the people. Like, what do we use it for? Okay. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like tell the people who aren't Intro. here but they will be. Every I use it for everything but closed ended questions. So if okay. the answer is a yes or a no, I don't like to use it for that. Because you're not letting the cards breathe. Right. Anything else? Cool. I can be attracted to a woman of interest. And I can read her whole life with this. Mm -hmm. And then figure out what I'm getting myself into. I can have a a job opportunity and I can read that entire energy. The only time that I can't read past it is if the universe does not want me to see it. Because Mm -hmm. if I seen it, I wouldn't head towards it. Mm. So sometimes the cards can come a little bit um, encrypted. But when it comes to other people, nah, it's never encrypted. It's encrypted for them because they may not have the um experience to be able to relate to the information that i'm giving them so imagine if um i know a lot of people don't know i'm this old but i'm 34 right imagine if i'm talking to a 21 year old and now i'm giving them advice coming from a 34 year old i'm like you haven't quite lived that yeah. experience to right. so that's where it would be encrypted for them got it but other than that and i read and listen Trap Jesus. This is my tool right here. We ready, this is like honey. My we, ready. we ready, we ready. We ready, honey. You wait. need the
0: table? You need the... the, no, the get, you um,
2: would you need the table for them to see it?
0: Um, Do we? We it. don't need them to see it. That's fine. Yeah. If you want, you can hold them up. Oh, yeah, you okay. just hold I'll them up. Okay, cool. So who's first? Who's going to get this work? I do not want to do it.
2: Nah, nah, no, well, nah I, you should not. Nah, you got to get it now. Uh, <laughs> you got to get it. You got to get it. <laughs> Are they long... I ain't gotta make them long. Make yeah, do like a a mini,
0: mini for each, because then it's gonna be long. Then it could be three. Depends on your
2: question. I could cook you with one card. I I don't have a question. That's the
0: thing. If you give me like a general. Okay, so, um, what were we saying? What were we gonna do about the podcast? We're gonna do about all right. So we're gonna do a quick general reading. I had a, I guess, a concern about the podcast.
1: We're having a reading like for the pod. For the pod, yeah. yeah.
0: So. Just b- phrase the, the, the question
1: again. What are the barriers that yeah, I'm facing so and how to break them down? We're
2: going to look into what um, boundaries or barriers that you're dealing with. However, for context reasons, would you like to explain what kind of boundaries you're aware of?
0: I think sometimes, okay, <sighs> definitely creative blocks, definitely feeling very overwhelmed. I feel like there's a lot that we're trying to do that we end up not doing it. It's, like, too much on our plate. And then it's, like, our hands are being put in all, like, different pots where it's, like, we finish, we start something, then it's, like, halfway finished. And then it's, like, all right, we forgot about that because we started doing something else. And then it's just, it's constant communication, a lot of reminding people of things (laughs) over and over again. (laughs) And it's just, sometimes I'm just, like, you know what, fuck this shit. I don't even want to do it. I'm just going to fucking walk away from it because I don't want to be bothered.
2: So, I, I personally identified two problems, but we're going to let the card speak. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't be no fun.
0: No, yeah, let the card speak. All right.
2: So, we're going to look into what uh, barriers you're facing as far as um, trying to get into a more su- successful state to progress. not really Progress in an efficient way. way. Okay. So, what barriers is the least favorite podcast facing that's preventing um, progress? So first, we have the hermit reversed. Mm. And then we have the five of wands reversed. And then we have the knight of cups. And then we have the knights of pentacles. And we'll, we'll stop at five. And then we have the eight of swords. Actually, I had to count that. <laughs> <laughs> I counted it real fast. So I don't know if you heard. I was I like, "I heard
0: <laughs> you." Okay. It sounded like when you eat something hot and you like blow <laughs> it out in your
2: mouth. Okay. <laughs> All right. So basically, um, which is one thing I kind of hate about the cards, it's low key redundant. Um, so basically, what this first card is representing is the fact that you're you're lacking some sort of guidance. So you're you're definitely lacking direction. That's why you're looking for progress. But the same energy that dictates progress is the same energy that dictates guidance so if you're not really looking for that type of guidance of learning how to do it the proper way which is actually going to take solitude this is a card that represents actually having to take a step back from Mm -hmm. what you're perceiving so if you're really looking at the problem too much sometimes the answer is to stop observing it and then you realize that some problems either go away because you're not causing the problem right or some problems aren't that big or they just kind of it kind of solve itself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Your presence, your focus may be causing more of the problem. Got it. You're dealing with a lot of conflict, right? I don't know if it's with other people. Well, whether you think it's with other people, but it's internal. Mm. So I'm not sure if this is relating to specific you, since mm-hmm. it's re- relating to it. But your, I don't like to call it this, but work-life balance. Mm. So if your life is chaotic then the podcast is going to end up taking the blunt effect of that. Yeah. So whatever chaos that you're having going on with the podcast may be just a reflection of what you have going on in your personal life. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a chaotic personal life and then been wanting work to fucking fix it. Right. 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 That's why I said when you said all I think is about the podcast, I'm like that's low-key obsessive, like mm-hmm. something else is going on. Mm-hmm. So now more so, that is keeping you in a space where you cannot move. And that's mm-hmm. why you see with the picture, the lady's wrapped up and they're th- surrounded by swords. What the swords represent is your own mindset. So you're trapped in your own mind, which mm-hmm. means you are standing in your own way. You're causing your own problems. Mm-hmm. So maybe what I'm getting is more so you probably got perfectionist overtones. Mm-hmm. So you want it to look and be a certain way, which may be out of your budget. Mm-hmm. So now you're stressing it. Mm-hmm. You want it to operate a certain way, but you may not be there yet. You may want it to be working in this specific way, not understanding that that way is complex and you actually supposed to start out simple. So you start out simple and you pay for complexity. So you haven't quite got that understanding Mm -hmm. of it yet. So again, you're focusing too much on that. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you fix other areas of your life, it will resolve itself. And then these cards is kind of telling you what you need to do. The night cards represents the actions that you need to take. You're more focused on the goals, mm-hmm. the goals in which you're trying to do. Yeah. And this is where you're taking the most action. You need to balance that with the actions you're taking behind your emotions. Mm. Especially because we talked about in your chart, which is, which which what you got up in there?
0: In my chart? Yeah, oh, I don't remember. Gemini? think you it? said Gemini, right?
1: Is that what you said? I think so. Is it? I
0: don't remember. I remember yeah, because yeah, I was Gemini. like, ugh. My yeah. sister's a Gemini.
2: No, you have a Gemini sun.
1: Oh, oh that's the oh, one. I don't remember I don't the rising. I don't remember the rising. I
2: gotta, I gotta look it up. He connected it this all. This is why this is important. When I, when I started working with the cards and knowing, combining that with um, astrology, it teaches you about your nature. Mm-hmm. And the quicker you can pick up a, on your nature, mm-hmm. you start understanding the cards a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, while he does that, um, do you guys agree
1: as outsiders looking in? About what he said? Yeah. With the cards? You remember my time? I can time? see. You I can, yeah. I oh, can okay. see. No, I can see that. I can see I that. I
0: definitely agree with everything you said. Yeah. Like, Sometimes I, I do feel percent.
1: like we want to do a lot of stuff. Um, but I never say we're not ready for it.
0: She'd be like, no, we got it. We can <laughs> do it. And right. I'm like, I
1: don't think we Sometimes, can do this. Some, because I, I don't want to. I'm never like the negative Susan, however, you want to say, Negative you know, Nancy. yeah, whatever. Susan, I, yeah, I try not to be that person. Sometimes I do have like little doubts, but I hate being the one to bring that to the table. Like, I'll, I'll voice it in a way, like, Are you sure you want to go sure? this yeah. route? Is that what you really want? Yeah. And if that's what you really want, then I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But, do you
2: think, um, do you think it's empowering to be prepared for the worst?
1: Um, yeah. How Cause you- that that's how I navigate me personally, and that doesn't like I'm more neg. I I don't want to say negative with myself. We don't want to say that, ah, but I do. Sir. But I do. Yeah, but I do. Like try to prepare. Like okay, if I don't do this, this is gonna happen, type of thing. But when in terms, but I but I can handle that with myself. Not everybody else can, you know. So. But the know.
2: thing about it, that's a part of accepting you for who you are and those around you accepting you for who you are and being val- and valuing your perspective. So I have a very pessimistic outlook. I mm-hmm. will tell people that shit off rip. Of if you take offense to that, then that just means you haven't accepted me for me because mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help you. So my mm-hmm. thing is, in life, I thrive for being prepared for the worst. So I'm always going to look at what people would call the negative side of things. No. Now, when I come into a situation and... I don't give that aspect, and then shit hits, hits the fan. flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm the one that could have prepared people for that. Like, mm-hmm, nah, I'm mm-hmm. not. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But sometimes you can't prepare I do. For the worst, yeah, you know, pessimism.
1: And then I, it gets validated with how I am, because sometimes I can like predict things, because I'm like, oh, this is gonna happen. If this is happened, this is gonna happen. If this is gonna happen, like not not just with this, but <laughs> yeah, in yeah, my yeah, head, like mm-hmm. just with my daily life, and I'm like, yep, there it goes. There it I happens. will
0: say we do have a good balance on the pod though, because so you see how she's like, she could go either way. And I could I'm one extreme or the other. <laughs> right. And I would say Anthony is just like really good at being like the true, like level head, logical, like no, that's not a good idea. And mm. he stands on that and he gives me his reasons or yes, that's a good idea. We can do it because of XYZ. And I'm like, all right, cool. So it's like it's a good balance, but I think everything you said is definitely me. Like none of this is them. Mm. None of what you read <laughs> is anything they're doing. That is all me. And for the most part, I'm the one who's coming up with the ideas. Or being like, no, I changed our mind. I don't want to do that. No, maybe we should do this. But did we, and then it's just like I, I've been thinking all these things already because I have been spending time alone. These things have come up in my head. Mm-hmm. So now you are just reaffirming everything that I've already been like. I need to just.
2: So you have a Libra rising.
0: Okay, so what does that mean?
2: What that necessarily means is in relation to this is that your entire life is, is dependent on balance. Mm-hmm. So everything you're saying, you would require balance. That's why you would find value mm, in yes. people who can balance oh you. Oh, my God, yes. However, mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. reliant on your external, you're you're lacking your power.
0: So how can I become balanced, more balanced with me? Uh, Other than spending time alone, is there anything else I could do?
2: Um. Well, solitude is for you to be aware. Okay. You don't really find balance in solitude. Um. Solitude is more so like a Pisces energy mm-hmm. and Libra is a complete different side of the sign. So as far as what was the question again? Like what <laughs> could I do to
0: balance myself?
2: Um, are you an, are you aware of the power of duality? OK, so duality is more so like black and white would be considered duality. You have to be aware of what side of the spectrum your position is on. Okay. So if you're relying too much on what we, some would call the masculine, you would have to find the opposite counterpart of that energy. Okay. So if you're noticing that you're being a little bit too aggressive, Mm-hmm. and you're noticing what's going on around you is an is a outcome of that aggression, you would have to find what is the opposite. Maybe Got that it. should be a lot more passive. Got it. So I can't really give you a one answer to correct mm-hmm. that, especially within your chart. Mm-hmm. That's where your complexities will come in. Mm-hmm. Now the thing about it is be aware of the people you attract because the people you attract are looking for you to balance them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the balance, now it becomes a toxic relationship. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. what ends up happening is you start over-romanticizing people who bring you balance when it's supposed to be your job to bring them mm-hmm. balance, Got mm-hmm. it. and you don't want that. And Got then it. if that's what's happening in your personal life, then what happens is when you come into your work life, you surround yourself with people who do, does that balance for you because you can't handle it in your personal. Got it. And then you can't progress because life, what, what the universe is trying to do is I want to protect you from losing everything. So, figure out when you have nothing. Therefore, when you have everything, you can retain it. Right. So, right now, that's why it's causing that blockage. Like, figure this out now while you have nothing. So, that way, when I do give you more, you don't squander it. Mm. But it requires balance. Mm. Especially if you're an emotional (laughs) spender. Your emotional buyer, your emotional things. Oh, man. That was good. That
0: was great. Jesus. Oh hey. <laughs> Trap Jesus. Oh, my God. Trap Jesus. No, that was great. <laughs> All right, we Who need to I move thought. on. Right, go. You transition.
1: transition.
0: No, because well, I
2: really want to get into the health stuff. Oh, That's yeah. Because oh, you
0: want to get to the one topic. No, because it's a lot. No, no, no.
2: Not, no, not that. topic.
0: Wow, well, I don't know.
1: There's a That's lot of different I mean. things.
0: All right, so... When we spoke, you told me you practice herbology. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. (laughs) So I want you to start there. What is it? And then we'll get into the other.
2: So when you think about medicine and you look on, like, um, pharmacies, you ever see the word drugs? So that was kind of, like, stolen from the, uh, what's, what's, what's the medicine agency called? Big Big Pharma? Pharma. It's Big Pharma, Pharma. but there's an actual name that they have for it. Oh, I don't know. But Big Pharma, about 100 years ago, you didn't need a license to be a doctor. What the hell was niggas using? So they were using what they called drugs, but the etymology of drugs is herbs. And in all religious texts, herbs are the healing of the nation. So back before Western medicine, all Western medicine does is eliminate your symptoms. It doesn't heal or fix anything. So if you have arthritis... You take Western medicine; it gets rid of the pain of arthritis, but it doesn't get rid of arthritis. Right. Herbology, what it does is it actually allow it prepares the body to heal itself. But you also got to make lifestyle changes so that way you no longer have the problem. When you no longer have the symptoms, because pain is supposed to push you to do something. When you no longer have the cysts, um, symptoms. You're not going to change your life. Then you become uh, reliant on the medication. Then it gets worse. Then you build up a tolerance. Now you need more. Now you go from arthritis to fucking diabetes. Mm -hmm. And now you go from diabetes to some fucking other shit. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to herbology, it's about providing the body what it needs to function. And since the American diet, where we have like the sickest country in the fucking world, um, people are cooking their foods. There's no nutritional value in it. All the nutritional value they tell you about meat is actually if you ate it raw, and they don't tell you that. They want you to eat it. When it comes to drinking milk, calcium, that's fortified calcium. That's not real calcium. So when you look at the American diet, there's nothing nutritional about it at all. And then you put in like a salad. What? So with the herbs, I have certain amount of seaweeds in there. And the way seaweeds work is, so the back of this would be like a rock, right? right. There's minerals in this. Plants eat the minerals. They turn it from inorganic to organic. And when we eat the plants, we get that mineral value. Right? And that's what the seaweeds have. So it has the 102 minerals in it. Mm. It also has uh, mushrooms. Not the trippy ones. <laughs> it has ch- chaga mushrooms, lion's mane. It has cordyceps. It has red reishi. It has... um. A couple ones that I forgot the name of. And what that does is it actually uh, heals the nervous system. Now, think about this. You can feel this? The reason you can feel that is because your nervous system. That's how important it is. Mm -hmm. The reason you can see, you can hear, you can taste is your nervous system. A lot of people's nervous system is fried. When you drink, when you smoke, Mm -hmm. you're frying it. So when you take these herbs, it actually repairs it. Or you can do shrooms. That really kind of 100 times that, right? (laughs) (laughs) And another thing that the herbs do provide is it adds bitter to your diet. There's four tastes. They call it umami, but I don't count that. So you have sugar, which is sweet. You have sour, which is acid. You have salt, and you have bitter. What bitter does is it actually tricks your immune system to thinking that you're poison, If you were to eat anything in the world and it's bitter, your body's going to be like, yo, it's poison. So what it does is it alerts your system to flush out the toxin because your immune system isn't active all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's going to actually what we would call a detox. Mm -hmm. So it's very well-rounded. It's not everything you need, but it's better than having nothing like a multivitamin. Right, right, right. You can't pop vitamins all day and Mm -hmm. just eat nothing. You'll die.
0: Yeah. So what made you even get into herbology?
2: Um... For for specifically herbology, um, I was introduced to it in 2020. I ended up in a spiritual cult. Oh. It was fucking amazing and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the guys that I was um, really close to, he did herbology. And at that point in time, I was vegan. I've been vegan since 2017. And he taught me like, yo, that's not all of the nutrition that you need. Right. You're, malnutri- you're malnourished, even as a vegan. So he taught me anatomy. He taught me the, how herbology correlates to that, the different parts and the functions of the body. Mm-hmm. And that's what he put me onto. And that just started from there. So I've been just practicing and studying it for mm-hmm. years, helping people, helping my mom, helping mm-hmm. my aunt. I've helped a lot of my family members. And What's other some that,
1: that... major changes that you've seen like since you've become vegan? Like in yourself, like what's like top two
2: changes that you've seen? The benefits of vegan or the herbs? Or just say both. Or both.
1: Yeah, both. Yeah, Yeah. what's like a top two that you've seen in yourself changes?
2: Vegan, I don't wear deodorant. Um, I had eczema. I don't have eczema anymore. Um, I had horrible skin. Used to break out all the fucking time. Um, I have a lot more energy. I sleep better. Mm -hmm. I'm not as stressed. I'm a, I used to overthink a lot, not that more i'm more calm i'm not um as erratic as I used to be um when i i don't know if this is a little bit grotesque, but uh when you poop it don't smell, and one of the biggest things is not wearing deodorant and you start to realize that the smell that comes from your body from not wearing deodorant is your body rotting like when you eat. Uh, dead flesh, it rots in your stomach Mm -hmm. and that comes out of your pores. Mm -hmm. So I never have to worry about none of that. Um, My dad was susceptible to losing his hair and in the front, I used to lose my hair. Now, shit, my waves are spinning. You feel me? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? saying? (laughs) And that was a hair problem. Um, Then, um, it it was just a lot of, it was just a beautiful, honestly, it's a beautiful experience. I really, it's really hard for me to explain that part. Um, it's, it's just a lot of benefits that I can't even go back. It would require too much of a lifestyle change for mm-hmm. me to go back. With the herbs, it was beneficial for cleaning my body. I actually had IBS at one point in time, Irritable mm-hmm. Bowel Syndrome, mm-hmm. which is where the bacteria in your large intestines back up into your small. Mm-hmm. And I almost got really sick and couldn't digest foods because of the fact that the bacteria is eating everything. The herbs cleared all that out. Mm-hmm. So now I can digest foods. I can break it down. I feel fucking phenomenal. And because I know you're waiting for this topic. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, yes, go ahead. <laughs> it healed one of the biggest things that I was suffering from, which is um, erectile dysfunction. And a lot of people don't realize that. So the herbs helps with testosterone and hormonal balance. Now, I was suffering from erectile dysfunction at 24, I didn't get into herbology from 27. Mm. so you're talking about a massive gap i didn't fix erectile dysfunction entirely until 31 i'm 34 i just turned 34 so that's how long of a journey it is Mm -hmm. but people don't realize that what you eat affect your hormones you see what i'm saying you need certain minerals to actually put your body in a state where reproduction is a priority and estrogen testosterone is a Big factor towards that. Mm -hmm. So that shit changed my life. That's why I don't consider myself an herbalist. I'm not out here promoting it. Like, I tell people, like, you know, I'm going to get an order. If you want to order some, I'll share some. But I ain't no herbalist. I'm just trapped Jesus with the goods. Um,
0: (laughs) So I wanted you to briefly just talk about the effects that hormones have on us. And the things that are, like, I guess, affecting our hormones to be really detrimental.
2: Um. So we're going to split it because it's a little bit different between men and women. Um, Mm -hmm. Men is a little bit different. So a lot of the things you eat will strip a lot of the minerals out of your body because you're constantly sick. Once you put death in your body, you're putting diseases into your body every single time. So all of the minerals that's used to build your body up is being used to kind of protect you from what you're doing to it. So when it comes to men, you're losing zinc, you're losing iron. You're losing magnesium. You're losing all of the things that will allow for reproduction. That's why a lot of men do end up having issues where they're, like, when they do have an orgasm, it's little. It's not a lot. Your balls start to shrink, and that's a part of reproduction. So hormones and reproductive system work hand in hand, and a lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. So some of my clients that I worked with are 21 dealing with erectile dysfunction, You got a lot of women that have fertility issues at like 24. You got women hitting menopause in like their early 40s. When that's supposed to be something that's supposed to be in your 60s, you would think why. They're putting hormone growth um, serums into your meat. They're putting them into fish because all of these are farmed. Mm -hmm. They're not out there just catching random wild fish. They got a pool of that shit that they feed antibiotics to. So there's hormones in every single thing. With women, it's a little bit worse. The chemicals they put in your, your shampoo, your eyeliner, your lip gloss, mm-hmm. your makeup, your mm-hmm. foundation, your perfumes. There's chemicals in your deodorant. That's why I was saying like it's really complex how much you end up getting away from. Mm-hmm. And once you start giving your body what it needs to protect you and to thrive, you don't have to end up worrying about a lot of those things. So that's how hormones really does have a massive impact. And one part about it is hormones will actually dictate who you're attracted to. That's why, if you are, or, that's why I had to separate the two. If you're a woman on birth control, who you're with may be just a symptom of you being on birth control. And it's not like you're actually attracted to that person. Because the moment that you get off, your hormones change. And who you're attracted to changes mm-hmm. immediately. Some men end up settling in relationships just because their hormones have gone. Like, you're less attractive. Your options are lesser because your dick don't work. <laughs> like, what the fuck you gonna do? Yeah. So you're gonna find someone that's gonna accept that, right? And mm-hmm. then you're gonna hold on to them as much as you can, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of the problems end up coming. in.
1: Mm-hmm. Jeez. that was the first
0: time I heard that part. Yeah, I wanted you to also talk about
2: the semen retention because
0: uh, I was like, just explain. That right. threw me off that completely.
2: Sure? That, you, that, that
1: you, should, you should,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it expels a lot of your energy, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. um So, all right, so can we talk about one, let me go back to one more point, because mm-hmm. I think this is very important for women in general, mm-hmm. is um, necessarily like the menstrual cycle, because if I can give you information that's going to give you less pains and not bleeding so mm-hmm. much, wouldn't that be powerful? Yeah, of course. So in your blood, you have three minerals. You have calcium, You have magnesium, you have potassium, and then you have iron. Yes. (laughs) Right? However, when you have a cramp, what minerals do you need? Calcium, potassium, magnesium, and iron. So the more you bleed, the more you're going to end up cramping because you lose those minerals and those nutrition. What clots the blood? Calcium. Now, the key part is calcium. When you're eating trash and your body's constantly in overdrive mode to healing itself, what does it use? Calcium. Mm. So you're not getting enough calcium to clot the blood. So now your flow is like crazy which means that you end up getting into a space where now you're malnutrition because imagine if you're bleeding out every single month. like What does that do to the body? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So what ends up happening is now you're stressed. Your cortisol levels is high. What ends up happening is now you start eating a lot of carbs. Mm -hmm. Now you start gaining weight. That's why as women get older, they start gaining weight, Mm -hmm. and it starts pushing you closer and closer to menopause. Once you have that level of carbs, insulin goes up, Estrogen goes up. Now you're emotionally erratic. Now you're hard to deal with. Now nobody wants to be around you. Now you end up settling with a man who is going to tolerate your emotions Mm -hmm. rather than one that's just going to desire you. Mm -hmm. So it's a perpetuating cycle of pain. The best way to fix that is if you know your cycle is coming, first of all, stop eating dairy. No milk, no eggs, Mm -hmm. right? Eat raw foods. If it's cooked, don't eat it. Eat salads, eat fruits, eat vegetables. Put those nutrients in, and by the time you do have your cycle, the worst you should feel is pressure. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that would be pleasant to anyone compared girl, to being. You know, I'm about to say, girl, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm we're going through pressure. it, yeah. But if you knew how to eat, which we're not taught how to eat, like. That's where the, that's where you lose your power. You should just know how to eat. If you know your cycle's coming, be like, all right, let me clean up my diet. Right. And that would significantly help. And the herbs will also help, too. Just knowing what to eat. And the easiest way to explain it is um, actually eating raw foods. Now, same in retention. The reason why I said I want to start with that first, mm-hmm. it's the same process. So as a man, mm-hmm. if you're spilling your seed constantly, mm-hmm. you're malnourished. Mm. Everything that keeps a man uh, healthy is his seed. So, yes, it's your life force energy. But at the same time, it's like those are all the vital nutrients you need. There's zinc in there. There's calcium in there. That The calcium is used to fortify your bones. There's iron in there. There's magnesium in there to build up your muscle. So now you're just spilling your seed everywhere, but you can't build muscle to protect yourself. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, it's our job, whether you're dating a woman or not, but to protect our women. How the hell you protect your women if you're fucking, uh, what's the fucking called? I don't know. You're just a weak man because you're spilling seed all the Mm -hmm. fucking time. In ancient times, the only time you did have sex is when you came back home from either gathering, from protecting, from building. You wasn't around your wife constantly. So you wasn't spilling your seed constantly. Mm -hmm. And that's where semen retention comes in. So it's actually practicing discipline with your seed. How advanced you do it is a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. So you can just be celibate in abstinence. I don't recommend that for men. Why not? Celibacy is not because you end up injuring your prostate. You have to empty the tank. Mm. Women, on the other hand, celibacy celibacy is um, extremely powerful for women because the only time a woman should have sex is during your ovulation. That's like one or two times a month. So when you do celibacy, what ends up happening is your body... It allows your body time to reset so with semen retention it's more so like all right i can only orgasm at this point in time give it a week's time two weeks time three weeks time i go on a month time it's it's low-key extreme yeah but you can still have sex in that process Mm -hmm. a woman could still technically have sex and practice um it's called edging you just don't do penetration but for a man we can have sex it's just don't come yeah Mm. A lot of men don't know that they are not gonna yeah. do that.
1: <laughs> but even like in <laughs> they nowadays, they that. still they still know that because like even um, in athletes, like with boxers, yeah. they're not allowed to like fuck like before mm-hmm. because it gives out a lot of their energy. Like
2: we're not supposed to come. Yeah, exactly. Because yes. I was taught that, and uh-huh. in, and in, in when I used to play football, mm-hmm. it was like if you can handle the discipline. You can ride as much cheeks as you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't spill that seed. Yeah. Because it relaxes you, mm-hmm. it calms your system, it tells your body, we are safe. And when a man needs to operate in his masculinity, safety is a compromise to that because safety equals comfort. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in a space where I need to be comfortable. I got a lot of things that I'm trying to achieve, and I need that level of aggression to do that. And that's where power of semen retention comes in. Not only Mm -hmm. that, but it's like, because I value semen retention, I don't fall for any girl that I'm just attracted to. Mm. Now it's like, are you worth me spilling this for? Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, you think a little bit harder. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you think a little bit different. Mm -hmm.
1: So that mentality that women have, like men should have some of that mentality too. You shouldn't just be...
2: out here. Yeah, just out here. (laughs) Out here, yeah. Save your seed. But the thing about it is (laughs) that's the reason why women are attracted to men who attract a lot of women. But it's a turn off if you end up finding out he's fucking all of them. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit significantly of a difference. And what happens is, is when you practice semen retention, it makes you more fertile. And when you're around, when you're fertile around a woman who's ovulating. You give off the
1: hormones, yeah, and you attract each other.
2: Mm -hmm. You start sweating. She can smell that. She's Mm -hmm. a lot more receptive and at times susceptible. Um, When I started practicing semen retention, women are not as aggressive towards me. Um, Women are a lot more softer towards me. They're a lot more kinder towards me. They're a lot more flirty with me. And I just be chilling. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, I don't like people. I don't like touching people. (laughs) But... Once I started practicing semen retention, now we're talking, we chatting, and then you get a lot of those. And I'm like, because S- <laughs> I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. that's where the power of semen retention. Because yeah, I
0: feel down. like there's like a level of like, um, if I know you're not like trying to fuck me, like that's the only thing on your mind, mm-hmm. I feel like I can let my guard down around you. So now I'm more comfortable in like flirting with you or like being more playful with you because it's like you're probably not even going to want to do anything with me doing that. So I think that could be a reason why they're not as intimidated or they don't, they know that you're not just looking for that aspect of them. Um, So it's just easier to be around you.
2: So coming from someone who was suffering for years of erectile dysfunction, a part of that is me just not being, having the drive. Mm -hmm. So even though like, first of all, I grew up and was raised around women. So I was not really taught with that whole concept of looking at women like they're meat or flesh. Mm -hmm. If I'm attracted to you in that way, I practice um, being upfront and honest. So I'll tell you, like, you know, I'm physically attracted to you. Or I'm down to kick it. I'm physically attracted, but I'm also down to kick it. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't want to breach that trust because I was raised by my mom, so that means a lot. However, with erectile dysfunction, there's a difference between... Being in the presence of a man and feeling that he's physically attracted to you. Like, yo, if you said you're trying to trying to do something, you know he'd be with mm-hmm. it, but he has the discipline not to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. That is the type of energy a woman should be looking for. Mm-hmm. Right, but in right. this day and age, with a lot of men having um, sexual fertility issues, it's just a lot of men that just don't have that drive. And that's what also causes a lot of men to cheat because they want that... Uh, they want that boost of an ego. Mm-hmm. My dick don't work. So I'm going to try to prove in other ways that I can get still a works. lot of women. Right, right, right. What yeah. do y'all call it? A low dick energy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. it can be felt. Yeah. It can definitely
2: be felt. Um,
0: I do want to wrap up, but I have one question. Yes. How, like, mm, wait, which one should we ask? This is the last yeah, one. They're both good.
2: If you just both hit both, I can make it short. Okay, make this short, yeah. yeah so how yeah, has yeah. this
0: lifestyle affected your relationships, your romantic relationships?
2: Oh boy. Um <laughs> 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 <What> part <laughs> um wait, what? <laughs> what <part? laughs> okay, so I
0: guess when you're actually if you you haven't have you been in a relationship since
2: um so I broke up with my ex in 2017. So okay. seven years of being single. Mm-hmm. I'd say 97% of that was me being abstinent and celibate. Okay. So I wasn't really sexually active. um, But you were dating? Yeah. Okay. But that's when I learned the value of dating, where you can actually date people and it not be of a sexual interest. Like, you're actually just genuinely trying to get to know the person. So I was dating, but then I realized a lot of women took advantage of that. So Mm -hmm. it's like you're taking advantage of the perks of dating while you're actually trying to work on something with someone else. Right. For whatever the case may be. Right. um, the part that made dating hard for me once I, mass, once I worked with semen retention I was dating this one girl last year it made it hard because she's used to sex ending when the guy comes and when I'm saying like that's not the end it's over when you're done she had a hard time adjusting to that mm. you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I have my cycle so if it's not in the cycle then I'm not going to come gotcha. that's a little bit hard for a woman to adjust to Another part that comes with it is um, just my spiritual awareness. I can see through people very well. And when it comes to women, a lot of women are used to being told what they want to hear. And I'm not open to pandering to anybody's emotions because now I become manipulative. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you're going to notice that that makes dating hard because it's like, oh, you ain't going to tell me what Mm -hmm. I want to hear. But this nigga is I'm going to go with this nigga. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I'm always kind of put low key on Mm -hmm. the back burner until women end up maturing out of that. Hopefully they don't have kids and then actually start to see the value of a man not um, pandering to their emotions. Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. you feel like that all stemmed, like that realization and that change in your personality all stemmed from your like, lifestyle change of veganism and herbalism? Yeah.
2: Mm. And okay. being awareness of how the world actually works. Because I study people. I study psychology. Um, just knowing things. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm around a woman, the first thing I'm going to pick up on is your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You feel safe. Your guard is down. You're more receptive. You're more susceptible. What do I do with that? You expected me to do what every other man has done, which is take advantage of that and get what I want from you, rather yeah. than just letting you sit in it and decide what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Women aren't used to that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other question is, what advice would you give to someone who's interested or looking to transition into veganism?
2: Um, Clean your body first. Detox first. Okay. Without removing the bacteria in your system that craves the foods, all you're going to be doing is be miserable craving things.
0: And so mm. clean it out, raw foods. No, you got to no. take
1: a detox, like cleanse. Actually. Like actually cleanse. Yeah, like there's detox teas, right? Like uh, detox yeah, as teas. long as
2: it's bitter. You don't want to take okay. like laxatives or anything that has some sort of um, chemicals in it. Okay. Because what that does is it flushes out all bacteria. Got it. Mm. All you need is um, anything that tastes bitter, so... So you can have a
1: tea, but I wouldn't sweeten it. Like, no, you can't you need sweeten taste it. Yeah, of the bitter. Because it what tells gives you the taste
0: smell. of bitter? Like, you what like, could I consume that's bitter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I need to know.
2: I <laughs> um, <laughs> need to know. A lot of it has caffeine. It's it's going to be a lot of. I can give you a list, but um, just off the back of my head, uh, uh, dandelion leaves. Okay actually are bitter um, there's a fruit called uh, bitter melon oh it's fucking terrible, no but God. that works um, <laughs> raspberries are look no rasp raspberries are sour um it's not a lot of bitter foods because it's mm. a lot of plants that are bitter, so when we used to eat off the land you knew what plants were poisonous and what wasn't. So yeah. you're trying to trick yourself into poison. So the average diet isn't that. Mm-hmm. So if you look online and you can look up bitter herbs, that will give you a really right, great cool. list of that. I will do that. Bitter herbs. Bitter herbs. Bitter.
0: Bitter. Um, herbs. I did want to end the episode with the breathing um, the exercise breathing? thing. We yes. ah, said so it was yes. only five minutes, so we can do it. This will be a little interactive portion yes. of the pod. Um, so just explain really quickly what we're going to be doing, and we're going to end on that note.
2: Okay. So, basically, the the exercise is pulling your body into a state of called hypoxia. What it does is it shocks the system like, holy shit, I can't breathe. So, what the body does, it responds by actually um, absorbing the oxygen that it does have. And with oxygen in your system, you can think better, you have better emotions, you can move better, you can relax. Um, Remember, the basis of spirituality is breath. So once you have that level of control, you can control whatever you got going on. So one thing about it is um, even through sex, like if I'm having sex with a girl and you're breathing erratically, you're going to kind of fuck up the moment. So you Mm. need tempo. You need pace. You need control. So breathing helps with all of that. But what I would like to do is first I would like to show you what your oxygen levels are like now. Mm -hmm. Then we do the exercise exercise and then and you the see how software. quickly Okay, yeah, that's then. fun. All right, or so after. we have... I'm glad you brought the phone, so... I don't know where my phone is. Behind you. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> you be brought, brought ready. the phone. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Now, uh, it's not going to be a full practice, but if you ever... Anybody watching this, if you go and look up Pranayama, then it'll give you a bigger sense, and there's many different ways to practice this. So what we're going to do, right... So I'm going to try it on both of y'all. No, 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 uh. not that. No. <laughs> what we're going to do, all right, we're going to take a deep breath. I'm going to tell you first, and okay. then you do it. You're going to take a deep breath,
1: gonna...
2: <laughs> and then you're going to exhale. And when you exhale, focus on compressing your lungs as much as possible to squeeze as much lungs, I mean, as much air out, right? And when I say go, that's when the timer stops. I mean, that's when the timer starts, and we're going to see how long you could do it. Okay. With How no air in your lungs. Out? No, no. So. Yeah. Let me really just okay. show you first. Yeah, show us. Right? Show, us show So it. you're going to go. Okay. That. Okay. So you're going to yeah, yeah, yeah. hold your breath hold with it. no air. No air. I'm no so air. Holy shit balls. <laughs> no air. Right?
1: Okay. Because yeah, it's different if you. Yeah, when you go right. over there, right? Folding so
2: the thing is is you're trying to trick your body that there's no oxygen available. So that way your next breath, it absorbs it. Right? So you're gonna breathe and in. And we can breathe in whenever. Like when
0: we can't take it anymore, we can breathe in whenever. I don't know if there's a time we have to like
2: don't be like a little pansy about no. it. Like try to hold that shit. I'ma try. I'ma
0: try. All right. All, right. So,
2: All right, right, right. so when I say breathe in. Breathe out. And then you're going to And then I'm going to let it hold for a little minute. You're trying to concentrate on squeezing all the air out. You're going to do it too? No, I'm making sure. You're going to try to concentrate on squeezing all the air out. Okay. it all of that. And then when I say hold, that's when I start the timer. All right? So inhale. Exhale. Squeeze, 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 Hold. <laughs> Will you stop too? Yeah. Yes. No. Okay. So that's like 13, 14 seconds. Okay. okay. All right? I'm proud of that. So now what are we gonna <laughs> do, right? <laughs> that's
0: terrible. Alright, so now what? Yeah.
2: So now you remember 13 seconds, right? Okay. So that is gonna measure how much how much oxygenation you have in your breath at that time. So now what we're gonna do is we're gonna do 10 rounds, right? And I'm gonna show you. Go. Gonna do that fifteen times. Fifteen. Let's try fifteen. Okay. Right. Okay. And then on the exhale, I'ma count it for you, right? Mm-hmm. On the exhale, you're gonna do the same thing and you're gonna hold and you're gonna watch how you beat 13 oh, seconds. Okay. 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 All right. So all right. <laughs> can you count for us real quick? Because I can't breathe <laughs> Don't in how Count how
0: many breaths. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, Just put like your fingers one, two, up. Yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Every time so, we breathe in, every time we breathe right, in, I that's you. one. I'll count loud, all right. Oh yeah, that's fine. You could do that. Yeah. Ready? Fifteen. All right? All right. So when he goes When we inhale on 15 You exhale When you say 15 Exhale Okay so I count one hold. on the inhale, inhale. All right, Then we exhale then
0: two. Then yeah. two inhale okay. gotcha. right. So 15 is when we're going to do the holds yes. okay. After the exhale But mm-hmm. when you Got hit it.
2: that 15 mm-hmm. Remember rush to squeeze all the air out And then I'm going to hit the timer Alright right, right? Got it So
0: Are we ready? Right. Okay
2: <laughs> yeah, Let me know Alright let's go Ready and begin one,
3: two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Squeeze,
2: squeeze, 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 and hold. 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 I know you feel lightheaded. Don't pass out. Hold that breath. You're going to feel tingly. You're going to feel everything feeling very numb. (laughs) fucked up <laughs> concentration
1: oh my god no because i was really feeling the tingling i
2: was feeling numb yeah. i like that shit though that, that shit was, was crazy. fire that was
1: crazy
2: that was 21 seconds
1: no way. that's amazing that felt like 10.
2: so no now, that's
1: really good because i feel like i broke really what
2: really happens good. is the next step after that is when you do have to breathe in that next breath mm-hmm. once you <gasps> you hold with air in your lungs and I've learned to be able to practice to hold my breath up to two minutes. Oh, wow. that's
1: crazy. Holy right? shit, that's crazy. No, but that whole, like, the way you feel, like, just that whole, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. <laughs> no, just the way you feel, though, the tingliness you felt that, right? I felt it. Even, like, no, in my fingertips. No, I didn't feel tingly, I
0: just
2: felt numb. Like, I, I didn't feel my body. Tingly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That shit is lit. I'm going to do it again.
2: <laughs> you want to do it again? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it, at it So I can
0: keep doing that.
2: Yeah, but the more the but more you get used to it, yeah. The, the more you you make it harder. So th- what I was giving you is short dynamic breaths. You can also do breaths where it's like, you mind if I show? No, yeah, breath? that's fine. Okay. What ends up happening is when you inhale, the air drops to your, your abdomen, that stretches your diaphragm. When you inhale,
0: push it all out. Oh, my Lord
2: Jesus. You raise your diaphragm. Okay. So it's very advanced. The diaphragm is a muscle. When it has no flexibility, you can't breathe well. Mm-hmm. You can't control your emotions. You can't control your thoughts. Mm-hmm. The fact that y'all can only hold it for about 20 seconds would mean you can't think clearly. <laughs> if you stop breathing, you're dead. So this is an exercise that allows you to do it. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm forgetting things, mm-hmm. I take a moment. Do my breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. When someone pisses me off, believe me, I, I raised <laughs> fighting, I'm going to breathe. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. When yeah, I get yeah, emotionally yeah. charged, you get in your feelings, yeah. you breathe. Mm-hmm. You'd realize that a lot of your problems is the lack of breathing mm-hmm. and it's not actually the problem itself. Mm. Oh my That's God. That's a brief little exercise. <laughs> 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 thank Jesus. Hey,
0: thank you for joining Thanks us. So this was so great. College. We had so much fun. Yes. Did you have fun?
2: Yes. You feel good? Amazing. Okay, good, Talking good, good. Shit. I'm glad.
0: Of course. Um, like always guys, like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, I will put Tanny's Are you okay with people Following you? Because yeah. I can put Your information Absolutely They may have questions I don't My know My
2: next career Is Follow. doing life coaching Like I want to oh, do this hit him for, like, up. A Tell him I all your Just He's dump ready. all your problems He's, on ready. He's ready I'm getting no, this
0: For a <laughs> <laughs> um, And yeah We will see you guys Next week Thank you again Bye Thanks We like the floor I like the vibe Did you like the floor?